MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i'm saleha mosin and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready for the big day? Not your big day, her big day, Valentine's Day. Celebrate the one who caught your heart. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Go to FTD.com to save 15% through February 14th with code CRUSH15 on fresh, florist-delivered flowers for your sweetheart. See website for details. FTD, give with meaning. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. A story of the rose is a story of love. From farms to our florists 
and right into the arms of sweethearts savoring a date night in. Best friends showing their galantines how much they adore them. And those giving themselves a little love. Go to ftd.com and save 15% through February 14th with code CRUSH15 and celebrate your love story with iconic roses, florals, and gifts from FTD. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. That it does. We are in the air everywhere as we are all over the globe. The magic, the power of podcasting, the global reach. We thank you for downloading this. Our Saturday podcast, eight days a week, eight days a week, four hours. Obviously not enough on the overnight. And you can hear this podcast where you found it. But anywhere in the iHeart Podcast Network, available wherever you get your podcasts, and we learned from our friend Andy Furman yesterday, the most important connection is the personal connection. So if you can tell a friend in your circle th- that you like the podcast, hey, give it a listen, man, that, would that be cool? That would really help us out a lot. Uh, we are joined from west of the 405, sashaying his way in, doing the Foxtrot David Gascon, better known by his nickname, Gagon. Gascon, yes, that's exactly right. Uh, I didn't catch what you were saying initially because I was busy looking at booty models on Instagram. But uh, yeah, but well, Andy, it's wonderful. Andy, Andy was great, man. Andy's Andy is awesome. I love I love those old stories. I I could have listened to Andy talk all night. That story about Belichick asking him for a tape for a, an upcoming opponent. When you compare and contrast. The difference between what's going on these days and the video departments of all these teams and uh, some of the promotions that Andy did back in the day. Oh, God, what a what a great he should, he's got to write a book. I don't know if he did write. Maybe he's written a book, but he should write one about all those stories. It's just wild because you've done this with other guests that you've brought on, too. But it's wild to hear the stories of then. And immediately when we're done and we talk about it, we just say that shit would never work today. <laughs> oh no! Okay. Uh, you know, everyone's looking for something to be offended by these days. Yeah. We live in, a, you know, oh, I'm the offended mob. The always offended mob is uh, is out there. Everyone's offended by everything. 
Yeah. And of course, it used to be that we would say, like, just because you think you're offended and you say you're offended, that does not qualify something as offensive. These days, just the act of saying something is offensive means it's offensive. I, I, and I learned a few days ago that sexual preference is offensive. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I also learned that if a certain p- political party's uh, representation says something within hours, a certain dictionary will change the definition. Yes. It's an amazing power. I had no idea. I thought I thought politicians are just politicians. I didn't know they had the power to change the definition of words within hours. I had no idea. Well, we're, we are learning that uh, certain politicians and certain groups have the power to manipulate and change and, and even suppress certain uh, content due to social media influences and whatnot. So this is a, uh, this is a great yeah. time to be alive. But well, yeah. that is, uh, let me tell you something. That situation that happened the other day with Facebook and Twitter, uh, <laughs> that is going to be their demise, okay? Yeah. Uh, because at some point, th- th- there's going to be a come-to-Jesus moment where the political uh, oligarchy in America get together and say, well, wait a minute. I mean, this these it's a weird thing because those are technically private companies, Twitter yep. and Facebook, but it has become the, the public square. And so, you know, television and, and, and radio stations are, are technically owned by private people, but they're licensed by the government. Mm-hmm. So there's rules and regulations. Obviously, it's the way it works, right? You you can own uh, like iHeartMedia owns a ton of radio stations, right? Yeah. But those radio stations are governed by the rules of the Federal Communications Commission. Now, I don't like the red tape, and I don't like the rules, and I, I would hate to see more bureaucracy. But you can't be you can't be bullying and taking uh, stories away because they don't fit your agenda when they're legitimate stories. Yeah. Cannot do it. A little odd that you'd have a company like Twitter or Facebook um, try to suppress journalists and say, well, hold on, we, we have the journalistic integrity no, here. No, the fact, the fact checkers. I get the biggest <laughs> kick out of it. Like, oh, so our fact checkers, who the hell, who the fuck are your fact checkers? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's the high moral authority from these 22, 23-year-olds that just got out of college that are your fact yeah. checkers. You got a bunch of hypersensitive, you know, faux, outraged <laughs> halfwits that are uh, are deciding, oh, no, 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 I'm your fact checker. Oh, my God. It's, yeah. it's a mad Maddening. It it's is maddening, is what it is. It is good, and it was great because yeah, the the uh, the the Q and A with Senator Hirono from Hawaii and uh, Amy Coney Barrett uh, talking about sexual orientation or sexual preference, and then immediately Webster's Dictionary just flips that thing and makes it into offensive. It was just uh, it was fascinating to see in real time. Because if that was on some kind of music, or not a music, a magazine stand, you would think yeah. that is just like gossip coming from uh from a tabloid but nope this is the, this is the real world this is 2020 yeah it's pretty pretty crazy and you, some people downplay it say it's not that big a deal but it's a lot different than it was and i uh, i'm not thinking it's better i don't, I don't think it's better yeah this, we, this we could go the... from pay phones and rotary phones to cell phones but holy fuck <laughs> Like we are, <laughs> we are changing as we speak the way that we are and are not allowed to to communicate with each other. Yeah, I I, I hate to to go down this road, but uh, you you brought it up, so we'll go down this road. Like the 
When I when I was a kid, you know those nursery, you know the nursery rhymes. Everyone's learned yeah. the, when you were a little kid. You do the nursery rhymes and all that stuff. But uh, remember the one sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Right. Remember that one? Yeah. What happened to that one? Right. You know now it's uh, you know uh, row row your boat gently down the stream merrily 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 life is but a dream. It's apparently just a dream. It's all uh, it's all a dream. But I like the hey sticks and stones thing. I think that's you know. Yeah. That's a uh, a good thing. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. My God, how hard is that? Yeah. Jeez. I, I think that uh, I heard that thing loud and proud when I was a, a child, and uh, it's yeah. on display every time I work with you. Now it's all huff and puff and blow your house down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You can really translate anything in life to a nursery rhyme. You right? can. You, you, you certainly yeah. can. I, I love- a lot of, there's a lot of uh, rock-a-bye baby. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great because you know that they have these places now set up at universities. Oh yeah, I've heard those stories where they have the uh, the safe spaces yes. and all that stuff. Yeah, they made Adam Carolla made a movie about that. Was it last year? A documentary about just that whole mindset and all that. The so. the rogue agent here that's uh, a citizen of the United States and resides in in California. Is he moving to Nashville too? I think everyone's moving to Nashville. Maybe I think everyone's Nashville or Texas or. Arizona, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Somewhere, someplace. Uh, so on this podcast, we have one man's trash. There's another man's treasure. We've got Alvin and the Chipmunks and Pop Quiz. All right, that's what we got. And we already started with some political theater, which is uh, which is good. I love the Honorable Senator Ben Sass from Nebraska, who uh, <laughs> I, we did a monologue on it the other day, and a bunch yeah. of the uh, Astro fans got all upset. But it was wonderful. And uh, Ben Sass, who called at a judicial uh, hearing, a judicial hearing for a U.S. Supreme Court nominee, uh, he said the Astros are miserable cheaters. My God, was that great. And the best part about it was he didn't use it like he was just trying to slide in a quick liner. He actually yeah. laid it out. I saw the clip that you sent. Yeah, It was five minutes, but he laid it out perfectly. And he went into how they should have been penalize a lot more severe than they were it was just great and then he took shots obviously across the the room in the judicial process yeah i know it was good and it was you know the people with no sense of humor that would stick up their ass they oh i can't <laughs> believe he did that oh my god screw i don't care i know he's a republican but if you're a democrat or a republican you should smile that's that's bi- we should have bipartisan support as i said i think in the monologue the other day is that uh, that was it was hilarious which and is, so the, which yeah. is atrocious because as soon as the astros advanced to the alcs i immediately see Twitter handles based in Houston from radio stations tagging you on tweets. And I, you know, I'm just like, yeah, come on, man. Like, oh, yeah. Well, the local, I, I get a kick out of it. The local hack, a uh, local radio fanboy hack, I call them. Uh, and I, f- I find it very amusing. I, I, I'm honored that I have the bullseye pointed at me by the local radio hack. That tells me I'm doing a good job. <laughs> It, it does. It tells me, hey, that you're, you're doing good. This is a good thing. Don't stop what you're doing at all. Never change. Never change. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, we're, I'm going to defend the hometown team no matter how embarrassing they are. My God, come on. But you've, like, had, it, me. you've had it with teams. You've had it with uh, radio stations. You've had yes. it with scribes. And now you're having it on social <laughs> media accounts, too. It's absolutely I've had, amazing. 
I've had people threaten to sue me. I had, uh, <laughs> do you know that story? Actually, I, I don't know if I've told the story before, but the late Chet Kopic, who was a, a Chicago radio person, actually a friend of Mike North. I didn't bring this up to Mike, but uh, I wrote something on my website about Chet Kopic, and he emailed me and threatened to sue me because he said it wasn't. It was true what I wrote, and he threatened to sue me. He was all upset. He starts attacking me, uh, my my broadcasting. He was like very uh, very upset. That's great. What was I, we it? said that story because he's dead now, but we were allowed to say it. But uh, yeah, do you remember like the the meat and potatoes of it all? You know, it, he was doing a radio, like a syndicated type radio thing, and uh, I think I had been tipped off. Uh, to to something that that he was doing that uh, or was 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 doing that he got him he got he was going to get in trouble for something and I wrote about it and he said it was bullshit and he got all upset and was he recording his show and then playing it as it was live <laughs> I don't I don't remember the specifics I had to go back I, the archives of benmaller.com which are on the way back machine I could probably find find the story is that, it still uh, active uh, benmaller.com no no the, that guy, website's gone but if you go to the way back machine it archives some of the the posts that I made there. Yeah, Chet died, I think, in a car accident last. Was it last year? I, I think, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, but he was a, a legend in Chicago media. He was like the godfather of Chicago uh, sports radio. But he didn't like me. <laughs> uh, he didn't like me. But, uh, you know, no, no one's perfect, right? No one's perfect. Uh, so, anyway, uh, let's go. We got, what do we have here? We have one man's trash is no man's treasure. So, uh, this is another personal story, guest gun. I must be relatable. So, I enjoy suburban hiking. I got my headphones in. Uh, I, in fact, I, I talk to you sometimes. I make a few phone calls. Usually, I listen to some tunes or whatever, or maybe a game if it's, it's an afternoon game when I'm walking around uh, in baseball. So I'm, I'm always, when I'm walking, I'm always rotating my eyes. I'm observing my surroundings. Uh, and this week, that paid dividends. Opportunity struck. So I'm walking down a pretty busy highway uh, that is near near the Maller Mansion. And I'm, I'm walking there. And I'm as I'm walking, I'm counting the, I call them idiots, who, while driving, wear their masks in the car with the window up, you know, that they're worried that by being in the car with the window up, they might get the corona. Um, so I I always count them, and I'm, I'm looking to make sure no one's going to hit me or try to. Um, and, and then I, I stumbled on a pile of garbage. So on the right, I'm going, uh, I'm going like north. On the right of me is the highway. On the left of me is like this kind of disheveled part of town where it's like an empty field right so whatever i'm walking and surrounded by businesses but this this just happens to be empty and as i'm walking i get near this empty field i see this big pile of of discarded clothes and there's a there's a shopping cart uh there were some street signs some traffic cones it's all random like a hodgepodge of crap that was just there um and there was some random paper trash and then I had a diamond in the rough that I witnessed, Gascon. In the middle of that trash, in the middle of that just random discarded clothes and stuff that people just tossed off the street, was a laundromat-grade rolling cart in great condition, right in the middle, and it called out to me. It said, Ben, take me to the Maller Mansion. I need to go to the Maller Mansion. And I'm like, whoa, 
right? So I immediately at that moment, I couldn't take it at that time because I was in the middle of my wife. So I decided I needed to salvage this orphan laundromat grade rolling cart, which some people would say is a piece of junk, and I had to take it to the to the mansion. So I made a deal with myself, Gascon. I said, when I am done with this walk, when I make, and I was far away from my uh, my house at that time. I said, when I make it back to the house, I'm going to be back here. I'm going to save. I'm the savior. I'm going to save that laundromat grade rolling cart, uh, clothing cart. So I uh, walked. Back, I went back to the house, and then. I had to go to the store anyway. I had to pick up some things uh, for the wife, uh, a couple of you know vegetables and some crap like that. So on the way to the store, I made a pit stop. I turned on my emergency blinkers. I stopped on the side of that busy highway. I got out. I opened the the rear of the the rear of the car. And there, my wife had left some crap in there, so I had to move stuff around because this laundromat grade rolling cart was so massive that it would not fit in the back of the car because there was other stuff. I had to move things around, and it took a lot longer than I wanted. I, emergency blinkers are flashing, the whole thing, and I was able to pick this thing up. I put it in, and right now, you can't see this because we're on a podcast, but right behind me in the hallway outside, I call it Studio B, which is the Maller Studio at the Maller Mansion. Uh, right outside is that laundry mat grade rolling clothing cart. <laughs> which I have saved and will be used. I actually wanted to buy one of these things, Gascon. I was I told my wife, I said, you know, the laundry's a pain in the ass. Everyone, nobody likes doing laundry. So I was like, why don't we get one of those carts? It'll make it a lot easier. And we never did, but it just fell into my lap. It's it's great. I'm happy with it. It's, I'm so excited. Who knew that I would be excited? I never thought when I was a little kid that I would be excited as a middle-aged man to get a laundry cart for free. And this thing's like a $400 laundry cart. Yeah. It's not just like a you know piece of crap that you bought, you know, at the discount store. This is a I'm telling you it's top-notch here. I, in in any other year I'd be appalled by this story, but it's 2020 and we got to look at some <laughs> of the smaller things in life. Well, I'm not I'm not west of the 405 guest guy. So I, I I I if I was west of the 405, I'd just go buy a laundry cart, but I'm a struggling overnight radio guy yeah. uh, that took a pay cut this year because of the covid. Let, so Let me tell you. Yeah. There's uh there's nothing struggling about Ben Maller and the Maller Mansion. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, man. You haven't been out here in a long time. I, we I, serve cold chicken, according to you, because we don't, we can't afford warm chicken. Cold chicken and and burnt steak or frozen steak. Yes, um, that that it. steak is sitting comfortably. That say, what's going to come first, me eating the steak or Ted Williams' head coming back to life? I think it's more likely that you'll pop into the studio before that steak is actually. Well, I am going to come to the studio this week. I have to pick up some mail. Yeah. So people have alerted me that we have mail. Oh, so yeah. I need to pick up the mail. When I say we, it's mostly me. That's that yeah. is it. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm worried, Gascon. Am I going to end hold up on? Hold on. Did you run it by your wife that you can bring that cart back to the house, or did you just show up with it? And, and she was like, No, I, I told her. I said, I got something. I found something. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, she's cool with it. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't mind. Actually, I think she thinks it's funny. Um, but no, I'm I'm always, listen, if you can repurpose one man's trash yeah. is another man's treasure. Hey, it's uh, just like a modern day storage war, right? Uh, the show. Um, yes. Synonymous, like 30 minute segments of storage wars where people go in these storage centers and they bid on shit in a storage. And you find that one, like you said, diamond in the rough. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's. 
It's, I didn't go out looking for it. I don't go out looking for this shit. But if I find it, uh, I'm like, hey, I, I, and it, it, I'm, I'm not kidding. I did want to get a professional laundry mat, mart, uh, laundry mat cart. Uh, I wanted that. And this thing's in really good condition. It's like, it, you know, I was like, when I went up to it, I was like skeptical. I'm like, all right, this thing must be, there's something wrong with it. It doesn't look like there's anything wrong with it, but there's something must be wrong with it. What is it? And I, you know, I rolled it. I put, I, there was some trash in it. I took the trash out and I rolled it around and it was fine. So I was like, all right, I'm going to take that. Since you and your wife talk about Christmas gifts up front before you purchase them, yeah, you should request a, a, Go, a GoPro for you. Just the a certain, GoPro. A certain stories that you talk about nowadays are just yeah. marvelous. Like, well, thank you. I'm the, glad the, you appreciate the, my the pathetic life deba- here. The bathroom debacle at the park. I, uh, I should have taken a picture of the damage, the carnage. Yes. The carnage. I, I, uh, <laughs> I was even shocked that my ass could have produced that much <laughs> shit all over the toilet. I am still amazed by that, uh, that one human being could have that much. That is amazing. The whole side of the bathroom walls were covered. It looked like I had painted the walls brown. It was unbelievable. Yes. The 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 bathroom mistake here at Fox. <laughs> well, that Good. was that was unfortunate when I had to do the show commando. And my favorite part of that is that none of the people I work with even noticed anything different. <laughs> that I was able to pull it off even though I had just shat myself 5 minutes before the show or 10 minutes before the show. Waddling into the studio. Yes. So yes. Good, man. A GoPro with you on the weekends would be fantastic. Uh, be, be pretty good. That's good. Uh, yeah. All right. What else? I have Alvin and the Chipmunks. All right. This is good. This is another classic story. I, I try to save these things because Eddie doesn't appreciate them. You know, I don't think Eddie appreciates these stories. You, <laughs> you and the podcast appreciate this. So, so my wife's. I've, I've said before. She's like a, a bit of a hippie. Hippie. Right? She's yeah. a bit of a hippie, and uh, she's also like Mary Poppins. She's always got lots of bags of crap. That she carries with her. I always I call, I call her like Mary Poppins because she's always got like uh, whatever you need she'll have in one of her bags, you know. Like yeah, she has like the bag of potions, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So, so anyway, she's she's uh, to use a word that Andy Furman would appreciate from yesterday. Uh, she's uh, into a lot of Michigas, all right, a lot of Michigas. And now her latest thing is she's decided that she's into horticulture. And her idea to fix the planet is a, you know what it is, guess, Gun? You want to take a guess? No, I don't even want want to guess. (laughs) It is to put a compost bin in the front yard, right? Compost bin. So from, from now on, she just started this a week ago, all of the vegetable and the organic food waste are going to be tossed into this kind of like basket thing and turned into soil for the garden, right? So she's now found her green thumb. Now, I wanted to tell you, when she made the announcement to me that this is what she was going to do, I, of course, as a pessimist, informed her that this was a bad idea, right? I said, listen, it is going to attract all kinds of critters and varmints, right? What are you doing? Uh, and there could be rats there and rodents and all this, you know, and uh, do we need to encourage them that... You know, it's the, uh, the the saloon is open for business here. You know, or the the restaurant. It's an all you can eat buffet of food for the rats and the, uh, the little critters. She assured me it would be fine. So we're like a week into this, okay, 
And uh, the kid informs me, hey, check the compost bin, right? So I'm like, all right, I'll go out there and check the compost bin. Uh, and I'm like, what's the hullabaloo about? I go and look. I peek in over the, you know, it's a pretty big kind of baskety thing that yeah. you put the stuff in. So I peek over the compost bin, and I witness the rotting carcass of a cute little squirrel or chipmunk that was uh, had been feasting on rotting food and apparently either ate so much of it, gorged so much of it, or just ate the wrong thing and died, <laughs> met its demise in the compost bin. So I don't know if the squirrel killed itself or uh, if it ate something. And, you know, either way, it's uh, it's dead. So uh, that proves I am correct. I told my wife, I said, listen, that is a death trap right there. You are <laughs> you're killing a, a cute little squirrel. And it, the way it died, too. I guess gun is it had its arms up like those little cute oh, squirrels. man. Yeah. Yeah. It, which it was like in mid bite probably. And that, uh, that was it. Now did you do the righteous thing and pull it out and then skin it? <laughs> it makes them like roadkill squirrel stew or something like that. Uh, yeah. You know, I heard the only difference between a, a chipmunk and a squirrel is the stripe on the back. That's what I was told that that's pretty, pretty much the only difference that the chipmunk has a stripe on the back. The squirrel does not. Wait, hold on. Why did you go out first and not your wife since it was she her was idea? Sleeping. She was oh. sleeping. Yeah, she was sleeping. So I haven't, it's actually technically still in the compost bin. I have to get the shovel out and I have to give it a proper burial, which my wife said is just throw it in the bushes. Oh boy. Throw that it in would the be bushes? The pr- yes. Cause we have some tree, you know, the front of the house, yeah. there's some trees, just throw it in there. Just throw it in that. You're good to go. So uh, it's gonna decompose in front of your house. That's just great. I know. I know. It's uh, it's a wonderful I, thing. And I haven't been uh, kept up to speed on the varmint upstairs. What's up with that? You know, I haven't heard it. And we, I was, I told the the wife. I think maybe it might have been a squirrel. And maybe that was the squirrel. Maybe you actually killed the squirrel that was running around. Like the squirrel's like, I got the run of the Mallard Mansion. I'm gonna live in the attic, and then I can eat. They're gonna these idiots are gonna give me food, and I can eat whatever I want. You know that whole thing. And then uh, surprise, surprise, surprise. Uh, obviously, met its met Yeah, but I haven't heard it the last couple of days, and I got I got to get either I got to get up there. I got to get somebody up there to. Uh, investigate shall we say right? yeah you got to be so, careful with what you're saying right now too because you might inspire weedman hippie to live upstairs in your attic and then go into the uh, compost and uh then feast on the other shit that you have in there well some have said it might be weedman <laughs> it might actually be weedman who's up there and uh who's to say it's not i have no idea it might be weedman that's pretty damn good yeah so Anyway, those are my two stories of the week, Giscan. I got, I got nothing else. That's, those, are the, those are the only two things that happened that are interesting this week. Ah, uh, you had another really good story, obviously. Uh, What's that? Oh yeah, well I can't tell that story. Yeah, that'll be someday if I'm a, when I'm out of radio and I write my my tell-all memoirs. Although I wouldn't mind writing a book before I'm out of radio, but uh, you know, I'll go into that, go into some details. Yeah, I did. I had one of those moments in radio where it was an aha moment. But it was an aha moment, which in an odd way verified one of my my deep state conspiracy theories was proven correct. I was vindicated. Yeah. I didn't think I would be vindicated that way, but I was vindicated. And for all those, since we can't talk about the story, like the way that this all was inspired in the conversation was you called me and you said, this is why my name is on the marquee. (laughs) And I just and then I had to fucking listen for. 15, 20 minutes. So, 
I don't know what you're talking. About. Yes, guy, I, I, I don't know. You, you, you're so I, dramatic here. You're such a you're such a thespian, is what you are. Maybe so. a little bit, but you are too, in, in some ways. I mean, it, it is. Well, I learned from Andy Furman, my my radio. Da- oh, we didn't even get into the uh, whole Brian Finley thing with with Andy. We didn't go down that road. A little awkward that he considers him and me both daddy. That, yeah, that's a that's a little bit awkward. It know? is. I mean, you know, I don't really feel good about it when I hear it. Yeah, it's 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 a little strange. I, I would I would agree. It's a little little odd. How would so. you how would you rate your week of producers since I'm not there <laughs> this this earlier um, in the week? Well, you know I like these guys. They're they're doing their thing, but uh, you know everyone's got their own their own stuff. You know they got their own issues. And uh, you were the worst, uh, which is uh, which is good. You're the worst. Uh, and it's because you intimidate these kids, and they just. They feel like how do I? Like, I'm not even there. How could I intimidate them? I'm I'm you know in the machine. I'm in the magic radio because box. Because when you don't talk to these people, they listen to you on the air and they immediately interpret that as no, no. See, that's a, a person. The great thing, and I, I, I guess it's just the younger generation. Yes. But I, I told the story before. But like when I when I would fill in, and I started at the Mighty Six Ninety, and occasionally I would produce and I would run the board for different shows and things like that, and I. I always wanted to make a great impression. I always wanted to listen yeah. to the the show that I was going to work on as a fill-in guy, just so I kind of knew what it was all about. None of these people listen to the show. Not a single one of them listen to the show. And they have no idea what it is. I, they have no concept of what it is, which I am just blown away by. And every one of them is the same way. None of them listen. And they come in there, and they're like, they all, oh, it's just... Don't get me started, Gisco. I, I think it's I, fun that they don't listen, that they have no concept of what they're. You know, no, doing. I think it's fun that you get the curveballs because it can't. Like, there's nothing. It's doing live radio as you do for for three yeah. to four hours every night. It, you're, you're flying. You're flying without a parachute. You're you're walking into school naked. Like you can't. It's not scripted. It's not supposed to be. So when shit just goes wrong or you get taken off the air and have to drive in here, like there's just something unique about that that people gravitate towards as opposed to other things that are just so monotone and and regular and and black and white that happen during the day. Yeah. No, I mean, it's obviously different at night, but uh, I'll give you this. I'm not going to say who did this, but you screwed up with the phones. We had another phone faux pas. The buttons don't work on the fucking phone. They don't fucking work. They they work for everyone else but you. Everyone else can figure it out but Gascon. Do you think you might be the problem? Possibly. I broke several of the buttons when hitting lines when I was in there last week. Yeah. Well, how about you use uh, a little softness with the buttons? How How about about getting some material that's not dated in 1999? Well, that's when they built the station in 1999, 2000. We have the same equipment from 1999 that we're still using. I'm aware of the situation, Gasco. Yeah, but how about not crucify me for, for pushing shit that's 20 years old and then saying, you're the guy, you're the problem? All right. Oh, you're so you're so sensitive. You're such ah, a delicate little flower. I here. feel like I feel like I need to be uh, defended. Now, can I tell the story about the other mistake? I'm not going to name this person because I, you know, don't want to do that. But there's something else that <laughs> happened here. Okay, that I got a kick out of. So the other night, yeah. I'm doing a show. Uh, we, you know, which we normally do, just doing the, the the regular show and all this stuff. And so it's about 40 minutes in the show. And I asked the, the fill-in producer, I said, hey, uh, why, don't you, why don't you give me the calls here so I can take a call? You know, mix a call in here. I'm talking a lot. Let's take a call. Yeah. Uh, 
He says, uh, you know, no one's called. And I, uh, I say, you know, I've, I've worked in radio for, uh, for 20 years. I've worked in radio at Fox Sports Radio. We're on 400 radio stations. And I've never done a show for 40 minutes without a phone call, ever. I've been on Christmas. I've been on Thanksgiving. I've been on New Year's. I've never done a segment uh, or two segments without a phone call. It's never happened. And, uh, and then I, I recall um, what he probably did. And so I then informed him, um, are the lines, are they busy? And he said, yes, Ben, they are busy. And he didn't realize that he, there's a way you can busy out the phone lines when you don't want to take any calls. Yeah. And the first like 40 minutes, the lines were completely busy. You couldn't get, <laughs> he couldn't take a phone call <laughs> because there were no phone calls because he, and he didn't even realize it. He's like, yeah, no one's called, Ben. Like, oh my God. That's good. Yeah. Wonderful. That brought a tear to my eye. He's like a young Gascon. Yes. I was so yes. proud when I initially heard that. It was really... Yeah. It was like a, a father proud of his son. I was like, think about that. In, I've had three people sit in for Coop, and two of them don't know how to use the phone system when that's literally the job description nah. is to screen the phone calls nah. and talk to the people and put nah. them on and all that. Nah. Fascinating. Nah. I don't go, uh, don't, uh. What are you, Bill Belichick grunting? What is that? Yeah, I don't know. That was great. That was actually really, really strong. Were people bitching about it or no? Well, no, because I didn't say it on the air. I said oh, uh, I just didn't. I how didn't convenient. take any. Yeah. Well, well, guess gun. You, you, see, here's the thing: that like, you've been around the block. This was whoever did that was kind of new. You you should know better. That person shouldn't know better, but you should know better. Oh, we're putting people in that position that should know better. So don't put them in that position. Wow. Uh, you want? Do you have anything else, or can we get the pop quiz? What you, I, I you sent any? you a picture. It was a proud moment for, oh, for, for, what did you for say? me, west of the uh, Oh, 405, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Look at that. Gascon's uh, walking around west of the 405. No, but it was a good, because you mentioned with, with Sass the other day taking his shots, like west of the 405 in, in Hermosa Beach. Yeah. Um, there's balconies and patios, and there was a couple that had their Halloween set up. And they had some pumpkins around, some scarecrows, and they actually had uh, an Astros jersey on, and it just said cheaters on it as opposed to Astros. It was a uh, good. It was a great moment, man. It was, it was good. Yeah, west of the four. And being twenty twenty, uh, looking at the photo, I you know you don't know if it's real or it's fake. God. <laughs> you know that's true. We see those stories every Halloween. It is a tradition in Halloween. Yeah, where. <laughs> It's great. So, so someone will drop dead in a parking lot and uh, people, oh, it's part of, it's a Halloween. They'll think it's like a Halloween thing. Yeah. Like people are and it. No, it's actually a dead person. Somebody died there. And that's. Uh, have, yeah. have you and the wife gone to the Queen Mary for Halloween? Uh, I, no, I, I have been to, I've been to the Queen Mary in the past, obviously back in the. Back in the day, but I, uh, no, not for Halloween. Hey, no. You, you do go down? No, no, I've never done it, but I'm always curious that people like to do certain things on Halloween, like Knott's, uh, Knott's Berry Farm does their Not Scary Farm. Universal Studios had done The Walking Dead for quite a while. I think they did it up until this year, obviously. Um, but yeah, there's, there's always cool things to do with Halloween. Just sucks, obviously, if we're having it canceled here in California, but yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, I don't think there's any uh, any any Halloween. I don't think that's allowed. No, think, yeah, you'll uh, you'll go to hell if you uh, celebrate 
the Wiccan holiday. Yes. Cannot do it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Pop quiz. Here we go, yes. Gascon. About 15 million people in North America regularly play this sport. It never really gets talked about on sports radio, though. Soccer. No, there's more than 15 million people playing soccer in America, Gascon. Come on, man. It's a bad job by you. Horseshoes. Oh. Can you believe there are 15 million people, they claim, in North America that play horseshoes? The only time I even mention horseshoes is horseshoes and hand grenades. Yeah. Close only miners and horseshoes and hand grenades. Well, you got to think they probably do this at a lot of fraternity houses, maybe sorority at times. I guess. Um, when's the last time you played horseshoes? Uh, probably a couple years ago in San Diego on the 4th of July. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a beach game or a park game. Yeah. It's like the 4th yeah, fourth of July or Thanksgiving. You could pull out the horseshoes. Yeah. All right. Uh, once we do this, 46% of us will never do it again. What is it? I can't say do, skydiving do, or bungee do, 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 jumping because I think once you do, do it. Do, 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 do. Get married. Get married. Well, that would make sense because most people only get married one time. Uh, that is incorrect, though. It is change your voicemail greeting. Yep. Now, once you set the voicemail, that's it. Whatever you put as the voicemail, that is going to be your voicemail forever. Forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. How about that? That's interesting. That is true, though. I don't. I don't change my voicemail. I yeah, don't really don't, change my Twitter avatar either. I don't do uh, you know that. So. You don't check your voicemail inbox either because it's full and you need to erase some shit. Well, that's because a certain guy from Chicago calls me up and uh, goes on and on. You got to be kidding me. Yeah, yeah, every you know, yeah, he leaves every voicemail message from him. Oh fuck. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Hey, but, uh, you know, I'm hanging out here in Chicago. I got, I got a new client, you know, in Kentucky or something. It goes on and on and on. It's <laughs> pretty good. It was good, though, years ago when he left me a message. Hey, I'm Ben. I'm outside Wrigley Field. I've got the goat head. I'm about to put it on the Harry Carey statue, you know. And then I'd wake up and it would be all over the Internet, you know. Cub fan leaves bloody goat head at Wrigley Field, you know. I heard that um, the Chicago Blackhawks statue in front of the United Center was – was destroyed the other day. Oh, was it? It was destroyed. Is that right? Yeah, they like, they painted over it. They they completely destroyed it. I was. I did not hear about that. Yeah, I was. Did you, you didn't hear about that during the Puck podcast? No, I don't. I don't uh, listen to the Puck podcast. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, did Eddie mention it? Did he monologue on it? Do you riff on it? I don't know. Did I, he, uh... I didn't listen to it. I just figured you would. So yeah. No, I don't. No. I'm very busy, as you know. Yes I'm, sure, yes, I'm sure it's wonderful. I just got a big following there. He's got a he's got a lot of people. Yeah. Does he think he's got more people listening to that than people listen to this? Yes. Really? There's more people listening to the Puck Podcast than our... Yeah, I think there's more people that like Eddie than they do hate me, so I think... Oh, you get you like playing Victimhood. No, Gascon. it's not Victimhood. It's just... Victimhood Gascon is back oh, again. Oh, and that reminds me, because we didn't acknowledge this. Boo-hoo-hoo. We did not acknowledge this, what? but, but we did have some inquiries about it. We do not... We do not have control over cross promotions on podcasts. Yes, yeah, so there are people that are in management positions that make these decisions, and uh, that's above our pay grade. Yes, right? so that's pretty pretty so, obvious. So, and for so people that do ask, like we're not bringing other content from other shows onto this podcast. They are 
redistributing that to promote other shows and likewise they have this content put on other platforms as well so yes and i i get i get i've gotten those messages and i I understand you're frustrated and all that it's an inconvenience for some Uh, for other people maybe they'll like the show and they'll start listening to that show i think that's what management wants yes uh, i would assume but uh, it's really you're the consumer so you have to decide what you want to do with that yes you're the consumer so all right, uh, what else do we have here? Let's see. Uh, no matter what time of the year, this is more likely to happen to men than women. Um, no matter the time of the year. Yeah, no matter the time of the year. They get the flu. Pretty much. It's catch a cold. Oh, all right. Catch a cold. Men are more likely to catch a cold than uh, women. Why is that? Because of high estrogen levels, you're less likely to get your cold? Is that why? Maybe. Maybe it's related to okay. stress. The immune system know. gets weaker. All right. What was the most tweeted about food last year? This is random. This is pop quiz. David Gascon, I'm asking you, and also asking you, the listener. All right. The most tweeted about food last year. We can go so many ways with this, but I will go with pizza. Pizza. All right. Pizza, of course, solitaries. Uh, incorrect. Uh, the answer is Taco. Bok, bok, chicken. Hey. Chicken. Yeah, people love chicken. We did a doc review on chicken. Chicken's not even an animal anymore. It's just uh, like it's like a vegetable. You know, it's like uh, yeah. You know what I mean? There's so many produce chicken. Big with big chicken documentary that yeah. we did a review on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. People who do this every day, they the experts claim are 20 percent more likely to have more friends. Hmm. Um. 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 Read the read the newspaper. Read the newspaper. No. Make their bed. Uh. Do you make your bed every day? No. Of course not. But I don't. I don't really need to make my bed because I don't have. I have. I just have the down comforter. I don't have a bunch of sheets. Are you a rabid sleeper? Do you twist and turn a lot in your sleep? Or, no. Or do you, but I'm I'm yeah. hot when I sleep, so I only sleep with the down comforter. And that's it. So I just had the bed sheet, the down comforter, and that's it. Yeah, I, I always am very hot when I'm sleeping too. My wife's always cold. That's usually women are cold, men are hot, right? That's normally yeah. how that works. And so I remember when I was doing the sleep number commercials when they were an advertiser back in the day. We uh, we had they had a bed that had an air conditioner in it. Oh. And I, that's the bed I want. I never got that bed. I love. I, I still use the, the sleep number bed. I love the sleep number bed. It's a great bed. But I wanted the one with the air conditioner because mm-hmm. I thought that would be really cool. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> really cool. It would make me sleep a lot better, but I never never had that item. That's so pretty I, bougie. Do you know how much it cost? Oh, yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty pricey. Damn. Like it was uh, expensive. But, yeah, you can get... You can get that for a bed. Now, is that similar to what you have with seat warmers in a car where, like, your set of the bed, you can adjust and go hot or cold, and then your wife can do the same? Uh, I, I don't remember uh, the, the exact specifics on it. It was like this big thing that it would blow cold air through underneath the mattress. So while you're sleeping, you'd have nice coolness, like a comfortable temperature. Did you ever sleep or use a waterbed back in the day? Uh, you know, my my mom had horrible arthritis, and so she got a waterbed. They had a waterbed because it was, you know, it was supposed to help her, you know, her limbs and all that stuff. But yeah. it 
A, it didn't help her, and the thing was a you know a piece of crap because us kids would just jump up and down <laughs> on it. <laughs> it was like we were at the uh, the McDonald's uh, playpen, you know, yeah. just jumping up and down. But yeah, you you a waterbed guy? No, my uncle, God rest his soul, but back in the day, he had a waterbed. So when I'd go to my grandma's house, um, we'd jump on it on his bed, and yeah, same thing. The thing was just awful to, to try to lay on. It was yeah. super uncomfortable. Yeah, they've they've mastered it with this the sleep number thing for sure. Yeah. All right, uh, what is next here? Twenty eight percent of people would rather do this than be intimate. Hmm. Play video games. Play video games. All right. Play video games. Uh, no, no, that is incorrect. Uh, Gascon, uh, eat dessert. What? Yes, I do not. Twenty eight percent do not want to make whoopee. I would like a nice ice cream sundae. You got to find a new partner then, if that's the case. <laughs> yeah, eh, a little tough, a little tough there. A good ice cream sandwich, Gascon, with the the milk, uh, chocolate, uh, the cookies, and the. What, what would take longer for you to do? Have sex or to eat an ice cream sandwich? I'll take your answer off the air. Okay, I'll take your answer <laughs> off the air. Uh, hey, that new... reminds me, what's his name? What? Um, what? what? The uh, ice cream sandwiches. Have you gotten any of those yet from uh, from what's his name in Anaheim? Um, what's his name in Anaheim? Yes, Anthony, Anthony and Anaheim. Anthony and Anaheim. Yes, like he's like the he's the ice cream guy. What? Yeah, he was, was he put weed these... weed in the ice cream sandwiches. Does that what Anthony does? No, but he had these specific ice cream sandwiches. That oh, was... are you talking about the uh, the Kula Koo? Is that what you're talking I about? I think so. Yes. Yeah. No, I. I uh, I did not get the cool. I lo- I love the cool. I used to eat those at Dodger Stadium. I I got fat on cool Koo's <laughs> at, at Dodger Stadium, but I did not. I've not done that. I did go to the store, though, and I picked up some they're, they're tr- big chocolate chip cookie on each side, vanilla ice cream in the middle, a traditional ice cream sandwich, oh. and I, I love it. Uh, that is my favorite ice cream sandwich, uh, although the Kula Koo brings back memories. Yeah. But you got to eat that quick because the chocolate m- kind of melts. if you, You're holding it, and the chocolate melts, and it gets a little messy. Yeah. That is similar to my favorite was the drumsticks and the drumsticks. Oh yeah, we saw the big box of drumsticks. <laughs> oh yeah, and the uh, you had to eat that and they had the uh, the little nuts on top yeah. that would fall off and yeah. But they advanced, and I think the best thing was the payoff because when you got to the bottom of the cone, they all oh, said yeah. chocolate, chocolate at the yeah at yeah the yeah. They see, the yeah. <laughs> that was a good payoff. I think they did that so it didn't leak, right? Isn't that why they they put the chocolate in there? Because that way, if the ice cream when it melted, it wouldn't go through the bottom because the chocolate would block it. Maybe because, the, but the originals didn't have the chocolate in them. No, that's an upgrade. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It was probably an upgrade because they're like they realized this was a a flaw in production uh, and they had to they had to improve it. So. A little recall on the drumsticks. Yeah, that's true. All right. A new survey asked people what foods they hated as kids, but now like as an adult. This came in at number one. Uh, I can speak from experience, I guess, on this. Would it be broccoli or vegetables? No. Well, it is a vegetable, but it's not broccoli. Tomatoes. No. Corn. Corn. No, corn's not really a vegetable. You know, it's like onions. Onions. Uh, no, it's asparagus. Oh. Yeah, not not for me. Not for me. Although I do eat a few more vegetables. Than I like bell peppers, and I'll eat, uh, I do occasionally. I don't like tomatoes. I love onions. I love garlic. I'm all about the garlic, obviously. I liked garlic when I was a kid, though, so it's not really. Yeah. 
uh, any different. All right. It, do, yes. you, do you put tomatoes on those, those, I don't know what you call it, but that thing that you make? Like, I guess it's that a thing pe- that you make. Yeah. Like you sent me a picture of this thing that looked like a pizza. Do you put any tomatoes on that? Well, there's tomato sauce. There's a, the Mallard pizzas, you got the dough, um, and you combine that together. You lay out the dough, obviously, and then you, you, I paint because I'm a, I'm a culinary artist. <laughs> oh. I paint the tomato sauce just like at the pizzeria. Yeah. At Papa's Pizzeria. And so I paint that all over. And then I have a, a layer of cheese. Then I mix in the the pepperoni, the turkey pepperoni. I mix that in there. Ugh. Then I have a second layer. And then I have on top, I put the bell pepper and the garlic and the onion. And that's the Mallard pizza. Mm. And it's unbelievable. It's to die for is what it is. It, it is to die for. It, it is looked an amazing. like someone's face that was getting melted off when you sent me a picture of it. It just looked appalling to me. Yeah, well, you're west of the 405. But some some places, though, they put the tomato sauce on, then the cheese on, and they put tomatoes on top with, like, bell peppers or pepperoni. Yeah, that's like Chicago style or something like that. This is not, this is traditional, more of a New York style, a Kirkland brand style type of pizza. (laughs) All right, all right. Yeah. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, Oh, this is a good one. I I think you'll appreciate this and also be shocked at the same time. 18% 18% of women admit they don't do this every day, although most people think they should. Shower. No. Change their underwear. Oh. About that one. Now, does that mean because they go commando? I do not know that part of it, but they just says they, why would, they wouldn't be able to change their underwear if they don't have underwear on. Yeah, exactly. So. Inquiring minds must know. It's good to know women are just like men because dudes will wear the same underwear for you know, three, four days. doesn't matter. It's good to know women are not that. You know, it's 18% of women are just like men. Now, it would be great if they didn't do that because they're superstitious. That'd be awesome. These are my luck- lucky undies? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, 12% of us have stolen this from a neighbor without them ever knowing it. It's the perfect crime. Mm. Do, 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 do. A rake. Nope. Wi-Fi. Oh. You ever stolen Wi-Fi from a neighbor? Jumped on there and no. Is that really stealing? No. I don't think of it as. If you're opening the portal up to people with no password, then it's yeah. You know, I I've told the story before, but I haven't told in a while. When I was in Buffalo after a Bills game, I had this brilliant idea. We'll just go to a hotel room. We'll go to a hotel, check in after the game. We don't have to book a room because it's like Buffalo. Who the hell stays in Buffalo? Yeah. So we went to a several hotels. They were all booked because oh. everyone, the, the, the crowd, so we couldn't get a hotel room. So I we spent the night in the rental car across from the Buffalo Niagara Airport at a hotel in the parking lot, and the reason we did that is because they had Wi-Fi that we we be playing our <laughs> our phone all night. And uh, I was with my brother and my younger brother, who now lives in Wisconsin. And uh, yeah, we sat in the car until the sun came up. We tried to sleep, didn't really sleep, and then you know, moved on to our next nest nest edition. But I I'd like to thank that. I think it was like a Holiday Inn. I'd like to thank the Holiday Inn for not having a password on their Wi-Fi. That's good. Strong signal too. Yeah, it was yeah because we were right out in front of the lobby. Yeah, in the parking lot and uh, yeah, sitting there. All right, thirty uh, percent of people have never once taken this advice. Um, 
Wow. Um, wow, 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 wow. Move out of town. Move out of town. Uh, no. Here's our soup of the day. A recommendation from uh-huh. somebody at the restaurant. Like, it, it, my wife will ask sometimes, hey, oh, is so-and-so good? I, I've always been of the mindset, why would you ask the waiter what's good or not? Because oftentimes they're going to, if I was a waiter at a restaurant and somebody asked me what's good, I would say the most expensive thing on the menu Yes, is what I would say, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, I got a couple more here. I got to put the baby to bed. A survey of adults asked, what was the scariest thing in your childhood when you were growing up? What is the scariest thing? Um, I'd fuck for me. It was when my dad was pissed off. Oh, your dad was the anger of your dad. No, they said this doesn't really affect a lot of kids in California or the West. The basement. No, oh. we don't have basements in California. No, because of earthquakes. Attics. Yeah. We have attics, no basements, but uh, yeah, the the basement. I wish I'd had basements are fun. I wish we yes. had basements. I wish it, that's like added space. Bonus. That can- I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started the Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Most guys have their man cave in the basement. Uh, it's, you know, that's your sanctuary. But in the West, no sanctuary. Yeah. Does not happen. All right. Uh, last one here on the pop quiz, and we'll put the baby to bed. A new survey asked Americans to name a habit that helps wake them up in the morning. Now, drinking coffee was obviously the most common answer. What was number two? Taking a piss. Nobody beats the whiz. Uh, that is incorrect. Incorrect. The correct answer, brushing your teeth. Mm. Brushing your teeth wakes you up. How about, th- for me, it was throwing water in my face. That would wake me up. You know, you kind of go, you look at the mirror, you're a little groggy there, and you splash some water in your face. You never shower first thing in the morning? No, I shower before I go to bed. Oh. I'm, a, I'm a shower before bed guy. I don't like to go to bed dirty, so I shower before I go to sleep. Yeah. I figure, how dirty do I get when I'm sleeping? Do you typically brush your teeth when you wake up and go to bed? Uh, no. I, again, I, I'll do it during right, right before I go to bed, and I'll also do it. Uh, you know, sometimes if I have like a kind of a meal that's spicy or something like that, I'll brush my teeth during the day. But usually, it's before I go to bed. Oh, all right. Yeah. Interesting. That's right. Uh, And that's it. All right, listen, thank you all. Uh, Download the podcast. Remember, if you missed yesterday's podcast, Andy Furman, Furball, amazing stories from his career as a promoter and, um, like, just just great. Just great stuff from Andy Furman. And so download that. We got another podcast tomorrow. We'll do the mailbag, yes? Yes, sir. All right, have a great day, and we'll catch you then. A story of the rose is a story of love. From farms to our florists, and right into the arms of sweethearts savoring a date night in. Best friends showing their galantines how much they adore them. And those giving themselves a little love. Go to ftd.com and save 15% through February 14th with code CRUSH15. And celebrate your love story with iconic roses, florals, and gifts from FTD. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you. 
their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast! podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.